Now, usually when I do this monologue, I always try to be funny and witty and introspective, but we have way too much to do today. So let's get to it. I'm Jake Alexander in the Vault 319 Recording Room, and this is the Tweeple Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's Jake Alexander here for the Tweakwell Podcast. You know who I am. I'm the lone wolf, the voice in the void, your favorite host for the list. I want to thank you all very much for tuning in on this absolutely gorgeous Friday. I don't know about where what's going on with uh, the weather where you are, but for me, it is very hot and very sunny, and I am loving every every last bit of it. I don't I don't know what's up with you folks that like it cool and cold, and you like the winter and you like the you know, late autumn and, uh, you know, all that weather and nonsense. I, I don't get it. I like it hot. I like it sunny. I like it warm. I want to be outside. I don't want to be cooped up in a house and having to wear 17 layers of clothes all day long. <laughs> but, hey, you like what you like, and I'm not going to argue with you. But, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I like the winter, too. I like winter sports and going skiing and stuff like that. Yes, yes, I'm black and I like to ski. That's not some that's not some trope that we're going to hang on to. But, uh yeah, I mean, I like all that stuff too. You know, Halloween's uh, my one of my favorite holidays. But yeah, I like it warm. I like the summer. I'm I'm so glad it is like warm and hot, and it's continued to hold. Hopefully, it just stays kind of like this. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want it to be a hundred and ten. I don't want Phoenix, Arizona type hot. But I'll take this. This is what I like, and uh, I hope it continues for a while. I don't. I've got so sick and tired of having to go to work with seventeen layers and a and a you know a a gilded work suit that's got all the extra cloth in it to keep you warm. That was just so damn annoying. Uh, I'll, I'll stick to a good pair of shorts and some, uh, and a t-shirt any day. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a good day today. Uh, we got a lot to cover throughout this episode and, uh, hopefully you enjoy it. Um, so we're going to start off with the news and then we're going to go right into the weekend watch list. So starting off the news today is a little bit of a downer. Well, to me, it's one hell of a downer. Uh, we talk about the death of Kentaro Miura. Now, if you don't know who that is, uh, Miura-san was the creator of the Berserk manga that became the Berserk anime. And what a damn good anime it actually is. It's a fantastically beautiful manga as well, if you've never read manga. But if, if you've never read manga, go watch, go pick up that manga and read it. It is beautifully drawn. It is beautifully written, and uh, Miyara-san was the man behind it. Um, he passed away actually back on May 6th, but they waited until, I want to say, not day for yesterday. Yeah, it might have been day, day's Friday. So, yeah, they waited until day, day for yesterday to let the world know. And I think they waited because he was working on some other stuff, and he they were waiting to finish that and put that out before they announced to the world that he had passed away. But, yeah. Uh, that then that's only my guess. I don't know for sure, but yeah, uh, Kentaro Miura he passed away. He was age 54. Um, I put a post up on IG where you can uh, see him and um, just 
just keep their family in prayers whenever anybody loses somebody and trust me over the past couple of weeks i understand this totally whenever somebody loses somebody it's always nice to say a prayer and you know put some positive energy out there in the world um so from that to this uh, there's really no way to segue from something like that into the next thing um kevin feige the head of the mcu um uh, movie juggernaut you know unstoppable force uh he did an interview where he said that casting tilda swinton he now sees uh as a bad thing he regrets casting tilda swinton as the ancient one in dr strange now i wasn't mad that they casted tilda swinton as the um uh, as the ancient one in dr strange because i kind of figured i kind of figured that they didn't want to do the stereotypical Asian, you know, old Asian guy who teaches Kung Fu, you know, and he didn't want to do that because they, I've, if you've ever seen any of the uh, MCU movies, you see that they try to dance around as many, around and away from as many stereotypes as they can. And sure enough, Kevin Feige said that that's what he did, but he even admits that maybe if they thought about it a little harder, they could have still casted an Asian guy and just went about it a different way, which now with Chang chi and, uh, the Ten Rings coming out, it proves that he was right. His first thought was right. Maybe they could have casted an Asian guy and just danced away from the stereotype, but it's okay. I mean, Tilda Swinton did a decent job. I mean, she was a big part of the movie and a big part of uh, Endgame with the whole uh, getting the stone from her uh, part, but you know, it is alright. It wasn't that she did such a horrible job or anything like that. Tilda Swinton is actually a really good actress, but you know, yeah, <laughs> next time, just Cash the Asian guy and just don't do any other stereotypes, right? That's pretty much all you got to do with that. Uh, moving right along, uh, moving from Marvel to DC. DC is doing an animated feature in two parts of The Long Halloween. If you have no idea what The Long Halloween is, The Long Halloween is one of best, uh, one of Batman's best stories. It is a damn good story if you've never read it. Uh, if you can read it before the uh, films come out, uh, go, go read it if you can. I'm pretty sure you can look it up somewhere online or matter of fact don't look it up online go to a comic book store and ask the people to order it right let's get back to reading comic books instead of looking everything up um it's being released in two parts which sort of scares me because i wonder how long each part is because if each part is only an hour or like an hour five minutes you might as well just release them together and make one long two two and a half hour feature and just put it in theaters and let people go after it and you don't tell me that oh it's two hours or it's even close to three hours people aren't going to sit through that yeah the hell we will i mean um uh, too many people sat through titanic way too many people sat through watching titanic and i don't know i think six times i sat through in game in theater so I, i know damn well somebody will sit through three hours of a dc movie if necessary um but yeah part one releases june 22nd Part two releases July 27th, so about a month uh, about a month apart, which is good. It's I'm so happy that DC is going back to and doing more uh, animated stuff because DC and their animated stuff is just 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 so damn good, <laughs> right? Um, going back to Marvel, today is the 21st, and over on Hulu, Modok releases. I should have talked about Modok long before now, but I was trying to figure out if I even wanted to bother watching the series. So, Modok in the Marvel uh, comics, the acronym is M, acronym M O D O K. That's Mechanical Organism Designed Only for Killing, right? So, murderous robot, right? Type of thing. But the series itself is uh, comedy, 
yeah, it's a comedy. And I know it's a comedy because the voice actor for Modoc is Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt has never done anything remotely, you know, serious. <laughs> right? So this is going to be a comedy and it's got a family element in it. So I have no idea how this is going to turn out. But I'll watch it anyway. I will watch it so I can see how good it is or how bad it'll be. And I'll let you know what it is. But yeah, that starts on Hulu today. So I have Hulu, so I'm going to sit there and watch it. I hope it's good. Cross my fingers because if it's not, I'm going to be slightly upset. <laughs> so uh, is anybody still playing Destiny 2? Because I am, like I said before, if you're not playing Destiny, you ought to play it if you're in the video games. Destiny 2 is fun. It is a really decent, you know, game player versus player in pve but hey look if you're not playing it don't play it but if you do if you are playing it you would have noticed that the voice for ikora ray the warlock vanguard completely different now i noticed that it was different i thought maybe i was like going crazy but nope it is a completely different voice actress her name is mara mara juno she's a veteran she's been doing voice acting for a while um if you play Mortal Kombat 11, she does the voice of Sindel and she does the voice of Lisa in uh, Genshin Impact. Um, I don't know why they changed the voice actress. I thought Gina Torres, who was the voice actress before, um, did a fantastic job. I loved her voice. I love Gina Torres anyway, but I loved uh, loved her voice for Cora Ray. Um, all I found out news-wise is that her contract was up and they didn't renew it. I don't know if maybe that was mutual or it was something wrong that she did whatever either way um but yeah two completely different voice actresses now uh one gone one in you know with the old and with the new either way i've listened to her voice so far from playing it and it's not you can tell there's a difference but it's not distracting it's not bad she's doing a really good job for it but uh that's cool it is what it is uh so let's check out the weekend watch list So I'm going to kick my feet up this weekend, and the first thing I'm going to dig into, you probably should have guessed because we were just talking about it in the news, is MODOK over on Hulu. Uh, like I said before, I have no idea how this is going to turn out because they're basically turning a murderous robot into a comedy series, but hey, it is what it is. I like MODOK. I know the character, and I'm hoping I'm going to like this, so I'm, that's one of the first things I'm going to watch. Uh, I'm going to get to the part two of the finale for The Nevers on HBO Max. Now, I like The Nevers. I don't know how much I like it, though. If you tried to give me, you know, gun to my head and you told me, scale of 1 to 10, how much do I like it? Right now, I'm at a solid 7. But depending on how this finale ends, it might go down. I mean, who knows? It might, it might go up. But, yeah, uh, part 2 of the finale is uh, this coming Sunday, and I'm going to... I've invested this much time and I'm, I'm liking it, so I might as well just finish the series and the, uh, yeah, finish the season and see how much I like total. Um, on Crunchyroll, I'm going to finally start watching Tokyo Revengers. I should have been dug into this, but I've been watching other stuff. You know how it is. You get 500 things on your to-watch list and you just doesn't, you know, it just doesn't crank up the list fast enough. But hey, it is what it is. So yeah, I'm going to watch that too. Um, Netflix. Two things on Netflix, actually. First thing... King's Glaive Final Fantasy 15. Now, I had no intention of watching it at all, and I gave it a cursory glance. I thought it was okay, but I'm pretty sure there is 
a ton of things I missed. So I'm going to sit down and actually watch it, right? And try to dig into it and try to understand everything about it. Uh, and I'm only doing that because my buddy Corey said I ought to, right? He seems to love it, but I watch it. It is what it is. Um, the other thing on Netflix, guess what? They, guess what came out? Army of the Dead. That's right. Starring Batista. Finally, it's finally out. It is out today. So I am definitely going to watch that. Actually, that might be the first thing on this list I'll watch. Um, doesn't seem long. I think it's only about an hour, 50 hours, 55. I don't think it's longer than that. Um, and that, that start, like I said, that starts today. And I'm going to watch it. I, I dig Batista. He's a really good actor. Um, he's, he's, he's damn good in the ring when he's wrestling. He's excellent as Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, so... And pretty much, I've I've seen so many things with him in it lately, and he's done actually a pretty good job at acting. He he's not on the level of say of other you know people that have become actors. Like he's I don't think he's as good as The Rock has been overall. But I, honestly, right now he's better than uh, John Cena as far as acting goes. Uh, so we'll see. But who knows? We'll see how good John Cena can actually become. He may be better. Than, he may be the best on all three. For all. But uh, yeah, I always support the actors. I always support the wrestlers when they become actors. You know, I just like I just like those guys. And I like wrestling. I don't talk about wrestling enough on this podcast. Do I? We might start asking that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Army of the Dead. That's on Netflix. It uh, debuted today, so we'll watch that. And our nostalgia pick for the week is Berserk. And there is, and you know the reason why. I just said it, and that was the first thing up in the news. Kentaro Miura, he passed away. He was the creator of the Berserk manga. And he was basically the head man on the Berserk anime. So go watch it. It's on, actually, it's on HBO Max. I didn't know it was on HBO Max. I was all set to find some streaming service and pay for the month just so I can watch Berserk in his in his honor. And then lo and behold, it's already on HBO Max. So there you go. God bless HBO. I, I, I swear, I kid you not, I keep trying to find a reason to get rid of HBO Max because I don't want all these streaming services. And I don't want to keep kicking out money like but damn it, every time I turn around, there's something else on HBO Max I like. So th- HBO Max is basically my second favorite streaming service out of the, I don't, I don't know, I think I got like 15, I guess. But yeah, they're they're like, they're it's my second favorite behind them. So God bless them for having it and go watch it. It is a really good anime if you've never seen it. Um, and if you've never read the manga, go buy the manga. Uh, learn to read. I want people reading more right <laughs> go go, buy some, go to a local comic book store and get you some comic books and oh yeah you know what if you've never read the long halloween that we talked about from the news go see if you can order that read the comic book before you actually watch the, the uh, animated features or watch anime get the manga and read them before you watch the anime see what may be taken out and you know to compare the two do something do something like that you know let's support our, our brick and mortar nerd stores and all this stuff like that look at me standing on the soapbox fighting for the mom I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but it did. Damn, I'm such a. Uh, but yeah, the, that's all for the weekend watch list. Um, but as soon as we get back, I'm going to talk about why I have a big problem with DC. Stay tuned. If you've been living under a rock, then there's a good chance you just don't really realize that the DC. Warner Brothers merger has been having, uh, uh, you know, just a handful of problems lately. So if you don't know, let me start off by doing by saying these three things. Now, number one, Henry, uh, Henry Cavill is basically out of Superman, all but out. 
right? Um, he's basically said that he's done during Superman, but there's no telling if you'll, you know, come up with a new contract and go back to being Superman. And that's a big deal because Henry Cavill has been Superman for, mm, I want to say about five or six years now. And there are quite a few people who only see him as Superman, even though he's done other stuff along the way. He's their Superman and it is what it is. Um, Ray Fisher, who does, who played Cyborg in the Justice League movies, both of them, um, he's basically out completely as, uh, uh, he's basically out as Cyborg because of his problems uh, having to deal with um, basically what he described as racial and professional intimidation. Uh, not at the hands of Zack Snyder, but at the hands of uh, Josh Whedon. Um, and we talked about that before. Uh, go back and watch. Go back and listen to the episode "The Whedon Effect" if you don't know what's going on with that. Um, and Gal Gadot, there's a good chance she might be out as Wonder Woman. Now, two out of the three, oh nope, and I almost forgot. Ben Affleck is not going to be Batman anymore. So that's even though a lot of people wanted. Uh, ben Affleck gone as Batman, which I don't know, understand why, because I thought he did a, a pretty good job. He, he's far from the worst. I'm looking at you, uh, George Clooney. <laughs> uh, but uh, he, yeah, he's gone as Batman. So if you look at that, you're talking four, I ain't going to say the top four, but you're looking at four, three huge names and one middle name out of the Justice League that are basically gone or very well could be completely gone so you're basically saying dc is going to have to go back to the drawing board and redo superman redo batman and redo wonder woman it's a good chance of them having to redo wonder woman they're definitely going to have to redo cyborg if they decide to keep cyborg in the the you know the main lineup of the justice league going forward so you're basically saying your top three and one of your secondary characters are all going to have to have new origin movies. And nobody wants that. <laughs> Seriously. Nobody wants to see another Batman origin movie. We're about to get one with Robert Pattinson in The Batman. And God, I hope it's good. It may not be, but it very well may be. I may have to eat my words when I say that it's going to suck. Uh, the first go around, but it, it very well may be good. But again, you're getting another Batman origin movie. You're going to get another Superman origin movie. You may have to get another Wonder Woman origin. Movie. Why are you getting origin movies? Because every time you switch actors, you basically have to retell their origin story to get people used to the idea that this person is the character going forward. We've seen that on the Marvel side with Spider-Man. Now, while origin movies are fine, nobody really wants to see them, but we can let them go because we understand that, that for newer fans, it is a necessity, no matter how much we may or may not like. Them. But within those is the problem that I have with DC. See, the problem is with doing these origin movies for those three and or four characters, the problem is DC is only doing those three major characters, those being Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Now, I'm not one of those guys that will sit here and tell you that I like Marvel more than DC or DC more than Marvel. Um, I love the MCU. Um, my favorite of the superhero movies that have ever been made is actually DC. 
Why? Because I thought Watch. I think Watchmen is the best comic book movie ever made thus far. That's my opinion. Um, my all-time favorite comic book character is Green Lantern. But if I but if I'm sitting here and you told me to give you my top eh, my top five comic book movies of all time, I I'm pretty sure at the very least three will be Marvel. Um one would be DC, which would be the Watchmen, and then the other one would be Image, because uh, it's Spawn, right? Um, I don't understand why people don't seem to gravitate more toward DC sometimes, because they have really good movies. I thought Aquaman was absolutely fantastic. I thought Shazam was very good. Um, I'm really, really looking forward to um, Shazam 2 and see how they're going to uh, have Black Adam and all and, and him in all these movies. Uh, I think it's all going to be good. But again, this is DC's problem. DC has this very narrow view of their uh, superhero roster. Anybody who, has, anybody who has a pulse can see that they just keep treading through the same water. And I, I really don't get why when they have, I would, I'm not going to say they have a deeper roster than Marvel, but I think they have a more fleshed out roster, right? Their characters are more involved with each other. So you can have far more stories, um, fleshed out in the movies than with, um, than versus Marvel. Um, and I personally, personally, this is just me. I am fed up. And I am totally sick as shit tired of seeing a Batman movie, a Superman movie, and Wonder Woman movies. I'm just really sick and tired of talking. When it comes to DC, I'm tired of talking about those three characters, period, in general, about anything. Marvel has so many other characters that they could possibly do movies about, especially in today's day and time. Could you imagine a Blue, Blue Beetle movie? How about a Blue Marvel movie? black superhero where's cape where's blue and he's basically on par and i'm not even gonna say basically he's on par with superman power wise so before they actually had a black superhero in marvel had they actually had the cojones to even try to do other characters they could have had a black superhero on the dc side with blue marvel there are other characters like icon and rocket as a team they could have had black superheroes you could have had other female superheroes without having to do wonder woman there's vixen there's black canary there's supergirl there's power girl i mean you can just name them endlessly there's so many other characters outside of the big three that dc can do but i don't but they just refuse to do them for some odd reason outside of the animated universe now i said it earlier in the episode when I was talking about uh, DC doing the long Halloween DC by far does better animated superhero content than Marvel. Marvel doesn't even come close. Nobody with half a brain cell can say that they do. Now, while Marvel has done some really good um, superhero animated uh, content with like the X-Men back in the day or um, uh, they, they had, a they had a animated version of the X-Men 
that was anim- it was and not animated it was anime version of the x-men and the fantastic four that marvel had done with uh japanese voice actors and it was fucking fantastic but those examples are few and far in between where on the dc side warner brothers side they are consistently constantly year in year out animated films and animated series that are just knocking it out of the park and i'm starting to think that maybe that's what dc needs to do just move away from the movies for a while do animated stuff get a team of writers together and let them just lock them in a room and say hey we're going to go away from doing movies for a while um here's some pens here's some paper here's a hundred thousand dollars go somewhere away from everybody else and write out this universe so we can get these movies right because out of the 10 or so in my opinion out of the 10 or so dc movies that they've done to me they've only had three good ones right um aquaman shazam and the first wonder woman the second wonder woman was garbage but I, I don't care what you think of me it was garbage uh the first one was really good but that second one was like mm. Nah, never mind. They, I, you can you can miss me with that one. Um, but yeah, maybe that's what DC needs to do: go away from doing live action movies for a while until they can get a solid roadmap written out before they move forward with anything else, and then come back to doing those. But in in, in the meantime, keep cranking out that those you know that animated content because the animated content is by far. A hundred million times better than the animated content that Marvel does, and maybe that's their path forward. Because and in in doing so, maybe they can start fleshing out uh, other characters inside the DC uh, live action movie universe. Because I'm like I said, I'm sick and tired of seeing the big three in damn near every movie in some way, shape, or form. There are other teams and there are other characters that can hold their own. Uh, and in my opinion one of the best DC characters that they can possibly make, especially right now going forward, is Booster Gold. Now, if you have no idea who Booster Gold is, go look it up. Uh, there's plenty of information. Welcome to the internet age, folks. You can look up information for yourself. I don't need to tell you everything. I just give you the little bread and tidbits and push you out the door and say, hey, go that way. Um, Booster Gold, once you realize what he, uh, once you realize what his powers are and what his character is and how he interacts with everybody and where he comes from, that's the main thing, where he comes from, right? You can now basically do him first as a character in one movie and decide to rewrite every single thing that has come before him, and it will make sense. But like I said, you have to go read up on him. I'm not going to tell you who he is. Or maybe in the, maybe next Wednesday I'll give you a, a primer on who Booster Gold is. But until then, I'm really hoping that DC like why, uh, smartens up and goes back to the drawing board with their live action movie universe because it isn't good right now it it's it is in you know the smallest possible way it is struggling and it's it's a mighty struggle but it's 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 struggling uh nonetheless uh that's the best way i can put it without you know sounding like i'm shitting on it which i'm not shitting on dc i enjoy i enjoy all their movies but i don't like all of them I think I think most of them can are they they suffer from too many uh chefs in the kitchen. They they suffer from that syndrome. Uh see I'm old because <laughs> I'm using old clichés. But it's it's a good cliche. Yes, too many chefs in the kitchen trying to cook one meal when all you need is one chef. 
and the other guys are just on the line doing what doing what they're told. Uh, maybe that's their problem. Um, but yeah, that it is what it is. I, I'm really hoping that DC can get it together because there are other characters that I want to see shine on the big screen and on TV outside of the Arrowverse. Um, but for that, we're going to leave that topic alone and we're going to wrap it up with a bow and come back to that at another time. And I'll be right back. I'm going to get me another cup of coffee. And when I get done with that, we are going to get out of here with one last topic. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Tweakwo Podcast. So last Friday, we were having fun and I was talking about uh, properties that uh, could come back and make a good impact on the uh, society if we were ever able to get them back on TV or back in the movie theaters or whatever. So I started thinking about things that there is, you know, properties like TV shows and movies, movies that could never, ever be remade or rebooted or brought back out. Uh, and I started to do this entire like five, uh, five piece list of TV shows and a separate five piece uh, list of movies. But I decided to whittle it down. So what we're going to do is we're going to take the TV shows off the, you know, off the table. Because obviously there are plenty of TV shows that we think can't be remade. And somehow or another, they always keep remaking them. Like one of them, was, I, I was thinking that there was no way in hell they could all they could redo All in the Family. Because R.G. Bunker was just one racist piece of shit, right? <laughs> he was basically the villain in the show. And uh, his wife, Edith, was the, uh, was the hero. But I'm going to leave TV shows alone. We'll save that for another day. But I do still have the movies. I'm not going to do five. I'm only going to do three. And it's just something fun in the day because we've had, uh, you know, the whole downer with uh, Kentaro Miura passing away in the first in the first segment. And then I sounded like I was hating on DC in the last segment. But I wasn't hating on DC. I really wasn't. I promise you. I, I love DC just as much as I love Marvel. I just gravitate toward Marvel because there's is basically a better put together package and DC has a ways to go, but I believe DC can, you know, they can get there. Um, they don't have to travel the same roadmap. They just need to have a roadmap. That's their problem, honestly. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm, all I'm doing is the top three properties. I think that there is no way in hell that they can redo. Right. So number three on that list, we'll start at the bottom, go up to number one, number three on this list. There's no way in hell that they can redo revenge of the nerds. Now, Revenge of the Nerds is a comedy, if you've never seen it. But I'll tell you why they can't do Revenge of the Nerds. They can't redo Revenge of the Nerds because, number one, bullying. That movie is so full of it, right? That movie has so much bullying in it, not just because of how people, um, you know, like the jocks versus the nerds. But, you know, they bullied everybody based on looks and, you know, being black, you know, and colleges in this college out and i'm gonna think that i want to say the college out in california but there was just so much bullying in this movie it was ridiculous i mean just so bad and uh they have a lot of racial stereotypes uh they have very much and nobody's going to agree with me until you actually think this through but they basically have a rape scene in this movie and everybody was cool with it right when this movie dropped because it was he was a nerd and it was revenge and if you and if you think i'm kidding watch the movie and we could talk about it at a later time. But yeah, they, it was just so much in that movie that there is no way in hell they could pull uh, that movie together with the same idea and redo it now. Um, it's just, 
and, and it's kind of bad because Revenge of the Nerds was actually a good uh, morality tale about, hey, just because I'm different, just because I look different or wear glasses or because I choose to study and be smart and as smart as I can instead of going to hang out and go drink, go party, that doesn't make me uh, less of a person or I don't deserve to be bullied for that. It was a good movie, but yeah, they have a lot of things in it that there's no way in hell that they could redo nowadays. <laughs> um, number two is the movie Soul Man. I'm pretty sure nobody has ever seen, uh, not many of you have seen this movie. Um, I, I was lucky enough to actually watch this movie. I had sat down and watched it with my brother, uh, my older brother, TJ. And we laughed because the movie was just so fucking stupid. Uh, let me give you a quick synopsis. So what happens is the main character played by C. Thomas Howe, he gets into Harvard, but he can't pay for it. So he comes up with the, in his mind, very rational idea uh, of to try to overdose without killing himself, of course, or tanning pills. Why? Because then he would be dark enough to get a blacks only scholarship to Harvard, which would allow him to go free. And in the movie, it actually works. He gets into Harvard as a black man. Let me tell you, there is no way in hell that would fly. And never mind the, never mind the fact that the movie was just utterly trash, acting, writing, everything. The, the idea of the only way you can be black and to get into Harvard is to actually be a white guy who tanned the fuck out of himself. Yeah, that isn't going to fly. That ain't happening. I doubt very seriously if you can even find a copy of this movie or find it on some streaming service to watch. If you do watch it, let me know what you thought. The movie was bad then, even though I, I, I laughed because I was a kid. <laughs> but I ain't laughing now. I'm laughing at the absolute absurdity of my dumb ass laughing at it back then. But yeah, that was it was such a bad, bad movie uh, conceptually and and uh, everything else. It was just bad all the way around. But yeah, I don't even think you can actually find this on DVD and and um, streaming services. I'm going to try over the weekend and I'll let you know next time we talk if I actually do find it so you can actually watch it. And I'll let you know where it is. So you if you want to watch it, you can. I'm not going to watch it anymore. Uh, number one on this list, number one with a bullet. Now, you can find this movie anywhere. Because it is absolute comedy genius from the mind of Richard Pryor. A movie called Blazing Saddles. If you have never seen this movie, let me tell you. It is, number one, my favorite comedy of all time. It's a slightly dark comedy. Why? There is no racial, social, or... There's no racial, there's no social, and there is no, stere no stereotypical joke that does not get thrown in this movie somehow or another. I mean it. It is damn near two hours of just in words and stereotypes and just all the most offensive things you can possibly think of <laughs> right thrown into a movie. And most people says it, most people would probably say that it's too racist to ever be shown again. And then it, and, and in that it's a racist movie. If that's the case, then I don't think you actually sat and watched the movie. It was literally trying to prove the point of just how bad everything is, right? Racially. And I, and I remember this movie's back in the 70s when it, get, when it got released. But many of the themes, many of the jokes, many of the stereotypes that was talked about in the movie still persist today. So maybe they could, but I doubt very seriously if they would ever have the 
the balls, the, the gall to put as much teeth and as much bite and as much just horrible things that come through in this movie. I doubt very, very seriously that they could actually put it into a movie nowadays and put it out there. And I just don't believe it whatsoever. Uh, but yeah, that's the list. If you can think of a movie, maybe that there's like you, that you've seen and say, well, no, there's no way in hell they can remake that movie. Let me know. Send me a message. Let me know. And uh, I'll, I'll augment this list and make another list and we can come back to it at another time. Uh, that's it for that. I'm going to pour out this cup of coffee and go get me a drink. And then we're going to come back for the last call. Stay up. So it's time to get out of here. I want to thank every single one of you who did listen for tuning in and listening. I understand that this may have been a longer episode than normal lately, but hey, I wanted to get all this stuff in before we move into the next uh, new week next week. Um, but before we do, there's a reason why I have a drink instead of having coffee like I've been drinking this entire episode. Um, it's been a real struggle for me over the past couple of weeks. Um, I talked about it uh, a couple episodes ago how my wife's uncle passed away and how much uh how much of a you know just a hole it's gonna leave um in not just my wife obviously but in me as well because he treated me so nice and he was just such a beautiful man to be around but um not so long after um my uncle anthony passed away my brother-in-law terrence also passed away so just yesterday i went to his funeral and that was my second funeral in less than a week and I am just so very much drained from it. Um, Terrence was such a really, really sweet guy. He was um, he was very introverted. I, I am introverted to a certain extent as, my, as well. This is probably why I like doing the podcast so much. I'm basically by myself for a few hours a day, you know, um, doing it. And I like that solitude. Um, <laughs> I get strength from being inside the vault. Um, but Terrence was like that as well, but I think he was much more so than I am. I remember when Black Panther debuted and the, the um, trailer dropped, he he emailed me, uh, I mean, not emailed, he messaged me right away. He's like, hey, did you see the trailer? I was like, no, I haven't seen the trailer. I haven't been home yet. He's like, you need to watch it. You need to watch it. You need to watch it. He's like, after you watch it, you know, you know, take me back and let me know what you thought. I watched the trailer. And we talked on the phone for a while, uh, messaging each other back and forth about how, how good the trailer looked. And he said, are you going to go see it open at night? And I said, maybe if I can get off of work, which I didn't. But he went and saw it open at night uh, with his dad, uh, who is still with us. His dad is still with us. And now his dad has had to bury his child, which I can't I can't fathom. I can't fathom having to do that. Um, but Terrence was just one of those guys. He was he was a nerd. He didn't show it like I do out on his sleeve. But he was, he was a nerd. And he was introverted. He was just nice. He was just a nice person to be around and, I remember the first time I met him, I told uh, I told him, I said, look, uh, she may be my sister and she's older than I am, but you hurt her, I'll, I'll break your legs. And he said, no, he's like, I, I wouldn't do that. I was like, okay, we're, then we're cool. Um, and me and him, we got along. We didn't talk very often, but I don't talk very often on the phone anyway. But when we did talk, it was always a good conversation and I'm going to miss him terribly. My sister is very broken up about it for obvious reasons. And it's just another hole inside of me that I'm going to have to figure out how to fill with time. But uh, yeah, he didn't drink at all, just like my sister doesn't drink. Uh, but I'm going to drink for them both. 
um, one, hopefully my sister gets some healing and some peace from this at some point. And I want to have a drink to him. And I'm going to say until next time, my brother. Um, but for that, and for my producer, Nikki Rev, who's standing by waiting for me to get done, um, I'm going to get out of here and I will see you all very soon. Hopefully, maybe, hopefully next Wednesday earlier in the day. Uh, but more than likely, it'll be four o'clock next Wednesday. I'll talk to you again. And until then, thank you very much for tuning in. I love you all. God bless.